This week I went to all of the elementary school classes here at Corpus Christi and I asked them all the same question. So, what present are you going to bring to Jesus' birthday? Everyone knows that Jesus' birthday party is coming up on December 25th and you're all invited. And so the real question, students, what present are you going to bring to his birthday? Now, there were a lot of good answers from our students. Some were funny and cute. One girl in daycare said that she would give baby Jesus a princess castle for his birthday, in which I proceeded to tell her, yes, she is a princess, and Jesus is the king of the castle. It was a great answer. Other students, though, gave more heartwarming answers, like one boy who's altar-serving today. He said that what we should give Jesus on his birthday is ourselves. Aww. I then asked him if he was going to become a priest to give Jesus himself. The, we'll see what he does. There were a couple students, though, who knew the answer I was actually looking for. Anyone know what answer I was actually looking for? Anyone know what present I think we should give Jesus for his birthday? It starts with the letter S, rhymes with claw. There's thousands of them right here. Straw, yes. Jackpot, straw. I told one class, I said, imagine if we took a time machine, went back 2,022 years ago to Bethlehem to celebrate Jesus' birth, we'd quickly realize that the only thing baby Jesus wants for his birthday is straw. Sure, the Holy Family might have smiled and said, thank you for the princess castle, as I'm sure they did when the wise men offered them gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But the Holy Family, because there was no room at any inn, baby Jesus would be outside in the cold, like today. And he would be laid in a manger, which is a cold and dirty food box for animals to eat out of. That was the best thing they had. And so the only thing that Mary and Joseph would actually want come Christmas Day is for baby Jesus to have a warm and comfy bed. It's for baby Jesus to have a lot of straw. But as you know, it's not just any straw we're after. Remember, Amazon Prime does not work come Christmas time. We're not going after that straw because baby Jesus, as we heard in today's gospel, he's Emmanuel. He is God with us. And so baby Jesus could have made the warmest and comfiest straw appear in that manger like magic. He could have just snapped his baby fingers and bam, magic, straw in the manger. But he didn't do it because Emmanuel, God, is love. God is love. And so he didn't come 2,000 years ago to perform magic tricks for us. He came to give us an opportunity to fall in love with him. That's why God came. And so the same thing is true this year as well. The God who is love is giving us all an opportunity to fall in love with him, which is the purpose of our lives, to fall in love with God. 
And we're going to do that this Advent season by making his bed warm and comfy. And so the way that we're going to do it is through what we've been calling straws of love. Straws of love. Now, if you're confused of what straws of love are, many of you probably have this in your pocket. This is the reminder. If you, this is your first time here at Corpus Christi in Advent, what we did was three weeks ago, we handed out these bags. Inside these bags are straws and an instruction guide to explain what the challenge is. We called it our Corpus Christi Advent Straw Challenge. And the goal of this challenge was to wake us up from just being consumers and focusing on me, myself, and I come Christmas time. But rather than do that and be consumers, we we're going to live as consolers. We we're going to live out the true meaning of Advent. We we're going to live out our Corpus Christi core value of rooted in tradition and live out the real meaning of the Advent season by being consolers, focusing on Jesus, providing a comfy and warm bed for his birth come Christmas time. And so what we did was we emptied this manger, all the straw went out of this manger, and we gave out these bags, which included 21 examples of what counts as a straw of love. Now the key thing with a straw of love is not necessarily the action you do. It's not necessarily about that. It's about your intention. If it's not done for Jesus, if it's not an act of love for Jesus, it's just a worthless piece of straw to be thrown away. But if it's done for Jesus, if it's an act of love for him, it's a priceless straw that provides consolation to him. And it's going to make his bed warm and comfy. So three weeks ago, I gave an example of how one of the elementary school students could get five straws before, mat, before school begins. But today I'll give an example of, say, how someone like Gabe could get five straws before he goes home today. Okay, Gabe. So say, let's just say hypothetically Gabe is really tired right now and he wants to take a nap during this homily because he was up all night listening to Taylor Swift's new al album. He just couldn't get the song Antihero out of his head, so he, he, didn't fall, he didn't get any sleep. And he wants to take a nap right now. But he wants a straw for baby Jesus, and so he makes this intentional act of love that I am going to listen to this homily for the love of Jesus. And he actually still falls asleep, but it doesn't matter. He made the act of love for Jesus. That's what counts. Okay, Gabe, he wakes up at the end of Mass during the announcements, and he hears that there is an after-Mass social hosted by the Young Family Ministry. He doesn't want to go. He wants to go home, watch the highlights of Argentina's epic win over France. Spoiler alert, if you didn't know. But he thinks, hey, this is another opportunity for a straw of love. This is a chance for me to do something for the love of Jesus. And so he goes to that aftermath social. That's another straw. He's at the aftermath social. He sees this guy sweating, and he thinks, wow, that guy looks familiar. Was he in a Navy SEAL movie before? And then he thinks, oh, no, that's actually Father Hamilton. And he realizes, you know what? Father Hamilton's done so much for me at this parish, I've never actually thanked him personally. So he goes up to Father Hamilton, not because he feels like doing it, but because the love of Jesus invites him to do something. And so even though it's kind of awkward, he does it for the love of Jesus. 
and he talks to Father Hamilton, and he realizes he's not just a Navy SEAL. He's actually a teddy bear, right? He's just a teddy bear. Another straw. And then he eats delicious food at the aftermath social, and he's going to go back in his car, go back home to, I don't know, listen to Taylor Swift, watch Argentina. Messi's the goat. You all know that. But he sees the light on in the Adoration Chapel, and he thinks, huh, maybe I could just make a little visit to Jesus before I go home. He wants to go home, but he feels an invitation to do something for the love of God. And so he drops in, says hi to Jesus for one minute, and bam, daily double, that's two straws. Because when it's snowing outside, any visit to the Adoration Chapel counts for two straws. So there you go. There's the update for the week. Finally, Gabe gets in his car, and he wants one more straw for baby Jesus. And so rather than listen to music, he turns to his brother to ask him, did you get any straws today? And his brother's asleep. His brother has a food coma from all the delicious food. But it doesn't matter. He did an act of love for Jesus. It's not about results. It's about choosing to do things for the love of God. And so there you go. And if you've been paying attention, that's six straws, not five. So maybe you could get another straw if you've been listening that well. So Gabe gets home. He takes this bag of straw out of his pocket because he listened to what I said last weekend. He takes out six straws, puts it in the popsicle stick manger that he made last week, and he takes a picture, puts it on Instagram, TikTok, adds some Taylor Swift Christmas music, make it catchy, sends it out to the world. He's evangelizing come lunchtime. Obviously, the list could go on and on and on. Parents, here's a great straw this week. Think of a family member you need to reconcile with. Do it for the love of Jesus. It's not about whether they reconcile back with you. You do it for the love of Jesus. Kids, how about you wake up early, go to Mass. Then you can take a long nap after morning Mass. That's a straw for the love of Jesus. Remember, it's not about necessarily what you do. It's that you're choosing to do an act of love for Jesus. That's what it's all about. And when you do that, realize you're providing a warm and comfy bed for him come Christmas Day. You're providing consolation. And you're responding to the purpose of your life, which is to fall in love with God. And the amazing thing is, when you look at this manger, when you come up during the offertory, you're going to see that we have been doing it thousands of times. Thousands of times people have intentionally done acts of love for Jesus. Thousands of real examples that, you know, we sang this song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, at the start of Mass. And thousands of signs, that's not just a song we sing that gets stuck in our head. No, it's, it's something that's in our hearts. It should be stuck in our hearts. That we really want Jesus to be Emmanuel. We really want God to be with us. We're really saying, Jesus, we actually want you to come. We want you to be here. We have provided a warm and comfy bed for you as a sign that we actually want you to be here come Christmas Day. We're excited for him. Now, out of all the students who gave great answers, you know, there was one student who blew me away, better than even the boy who might become a priest. Okay, so I asked this question, right? What present are you going to bring for Jesus' birthday party? One boy, he didn't say anything during class, but he went up to me after school had finished, 
and he said, I'm flying out tomorrow, so I won't be able to be here for Christmas. I want to give you my bag of straw. It's at home. I said, oh, don't worry about it then. Like, if you're flying out, it's fine. Jesus will know. He's like, no, I'm going to run home right now. Can you wait for me? So this boy literally ran home, and I have his bag of straw right here. He ran home, he got that bag of straw, came back huffing and puffing, and gave it to me. I think this 10-year-old boy actually knew the purpose of Advent, that nothing mattered more than giving his sign, his proof that he actually loves Jesus. And every single one of these straws is a sign that this boy knew the purpose of Advent. And I really encourage us to be inspired by this 10-year-old boy to actually make this the purpose of our week. To say that, sure, you have thousands of things to do on your to-do list, but if you make this the top item on your to-do list, regardless of how your week goes, I guarantee that this will be the most meaningful week of your life. And that Christmas will actually be a time of joy in which you're excited for baby Jesus to come. You're excited for him to come. So if you want to really make this the one thing this week, I invite you to join me in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, we are excited for you to come here to Corpus Christi on Christmas Day, and so we say from our hearts, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Yes, Jesus, we want you to come. We want you to be Emmanuel, God with us, here at Corpus Christi. We need you, we love you, and we want to console you on Christmas Day by giving you the best birthday present ever, by filling up your manger with many straws of love this week. Amen. Father, Son, Holy